Welcome to the One in the Shiba podcast with Sujia and Ed. We're just two Asian Americans talking shit about shit. While holding a puppy. And dogs and sweaters. <laughs> look, it's your sweater. It's your holiday sweater. You look like a little lumberjack. Yes, that's a double X small and it's still <laughs> too big on him. I was having such a hard time finding clothes for him. I bet. And people online were like, oh, just put him in a sock. And then, <laughs> oh, just cut a hole in the sock. And then stupid me, I kept thinking of like cutting open an old sock. And I was like, no, that's no way for my dog to live. And people were like, just get him a new sock. And I was like, oh, oh. right. New sucks. Hi, Ed. Long Hi. time no see. How yeah, are you? It's been a minute. I know. The holidays, man. The fucking crush. But I'm I'm so glad that I'm back to my routine. I can't even tell you. I like went to the gym this morning. I came home. The kid like I got the kids up ready for school. Went to the gym. Came home. Like I was like, oh thank God. Because the holidays, whoosh, after the week I've had, I can't even talk about it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I want to bore our <laughs> listeners with what I just told you. I don't think it's going to be boring. You guys want to hear it? No, make, I, sh- make sure you're sitting. Uh, if you pull over. Yeah. <laughs> Where do I start? Okay, so Christmas comes and goes. It's lovely, gifts, all that great. <laughs> that is the worst. No, like family dinner, <laughs> you know, whatever. Family stuff, you know, whatever. It was No, great. I'm saying it was uneventful. No, no, Listen, I know. after what, what I'm about to tell I'm you, you'll realize why yeah. that was the, the highlight. So then the day after Christmas, we planned to go visit my sister in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And my husband couldn't come. So it was going to be myself, my two daughters, my younger sister, her husband, her two daughters, my parents going to visit my sister who lives in with her husband yeah. and her son and her daughter. So yep. there's 13 of us descending upon the Midwest to my sister's house. Now, fortunately, my sister lives in like a fucking palace because you can buy a palace there for like a hundred bucks. And she's a lawyer. And she's a lawyer and her husband is a scientist. So they live in like a a fucking palace. This house is gorgeous. It's huge. They're they're, like, when people say like, oh, you live in your mom's basement. I'm like, if you lived in my sister's basement, you'd be stoked. It's like three bedroom basement. Oh my God. Pool table, dartboard, refrigerator, like the whole thing. Like it's like a whole, uh, they had the VR headsets. Like they have, it's, they are hooked up. Oh, you guys at least had stuff to do. It was amazing. During what you're about to hear. So we get there. And it's so lovely. It's like cold and we're having so much fun. We're hanging out inside. Ooh, did it snow? It snowed a little bit, which is so nice. And then my younger daughter, on the second day we're there, she's like, mommy, my tummy hurts. And I was like, oh, maybe you ate something bad. You know, that's not good. Yeah. Mommy, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I was like, okay. So she goes to the bathroom. She comes back. She goes, I threw up. And I was like, you threw up? What do you mean you threw up? Like throwing up is not a good thing, but but kids throw up. I was a kid that threw up. So I was like, okay, well, you know, just sit there and, and let's just see. And she she is an eater. Like, she loves good food. She loves trying new things. We're at this restaurant that has all this amazing food. And she's like, I don't want to eat anything. I was like, oh, no. Something's Something's wrong. really, yeah. really wrong. Because she'd be like, I want to try the octopus. I want to try the Calabrian chili peppercorn sauce. You know what I mean? She, wow. she would really go for she's it. She's really that adventurous. She is. It's so cute. But she ate literally a crust of bread. Was like, I don't want to eat anything else. And I was like, oh my god. So then we go home and she throws up again. I was like, oh no. So I'm worried about her, of course. Then, who was next? Then my other daughter. She gets sick. And I was like, oh no. That makes sense. So yeah. then, my niece gets sick. My other niece gets sick. My older sister gets sick. Uh, then I get sick. So we all had this horrible wave of norovirus hit the house. And when I tell you, it was 
fucking horrible. But it was the worst part though was like waiting to see who's next. Oh, no. It was like Russian roulette. It was like, is it gonna be you? Is it gonna be your child? Wait, did you guys like quarantine off in the house? The sick and the non-sick? It had already like spread. Like so we just much. we didn't know. You know, we had already shared food. It was just like it's too late. Yeah. It's already, you know, the, the plague is upon us. That like, is there's the, nowhere to go. That is the one bad thing about Asian and other cultures where we Communal eat family food. style. Yeah. yeah. So we're it's all eating dangerous. out of the same fucking shit. And that's just how my family is anyway. Like my sister will have some. I'm like, give me some. And I'm, you yep. know, yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's just how we eat. So then. I don't have siblings and I'm like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. And so, you know, it's horrible. Like I am laid out in bed. I cannot. No, and this is like days after I've already taken care of my two daughters who are puking their guts out. I'm cleaning up like diarrhea, puke. Nobody can eat. I'm just like trying to like figure it out. And I think I've escaped it. I'm like, okay, I got it. No way. I not, leave tomorrow. Not if you're the one cleaning. Right. <laughs> I was like, that was stupid. So then I do this durian video. And I'm like, oh, okay, I do this durian video. And like durian is very, very strong. It's very pungent. The very aroma pungent. is very intense. That's what I hear. I'm very sensitive to smell. So I'm like, oh, I feel a little nauseous. Maybe it's just, I'm like in complete fucking denial, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's just the durians is making me feel a little bit sick. And I was like, nope. <laughs> so then I get sick and I'm supposed to leave the next day. And I'm like, so this bug lasts between 24 and 36 hours. And I'm like, will I, will I make it through? Will I be okay? No, I'm so fucking sick. So then, you know, I have to like move our flight, which cost me another fucking 500 bucks on a flight that was already super expensive because it's during the holidays. And I'm just like, whatever, it's worth it. Cause I can't fly. No, I can't fly. You'd be so miserable. And <laughs> I would get an entire plane, 130 yes. people sick. Like, no, shitty. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. There's already enough sickness in the world. Like, I'm not going to contribute. Yeah. So I wait till it passes and we get to the airport, you know, a couple days later. And there's this guy. This is a long story, you guys. This is all connected. Okay. Well, it's not connected, but this is, this is just what happens. They're a holiday. So then there's this guy at the airport. You know, normal looking guy, like, you know, I wouldn't have thought anything of it. Goes up to the ticket counter and looks to to the person there and goes, am I in the right place? She goes, yes, you're on this next flight heading to Los Angeles. We'll be boarding in about 20 minutes. He's like, okay, cool. He goes to sit down. He sits not for more than five minutes. Gets up, walks to the ticket counter again. Is this, am I in the right place? And I was like, this, this feels, there's something, there's something. There's a glitch in the matrix. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but there is, I'm keeping my eye on this guy. She's like, uh, yeah, I told you, we're, we're not boarding yet. She's giving him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Maybe, you know, he doesn't speak English. Maybe, you know, there's something going on we, we, we can't see that we don't know. Yeah. She's like, no, sir, we're, 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 we're going to board in a little while. We have about 10 minutes now. So then he gets up again about five minutes later. Am I in the right place? <laughs> Pointing to his fucking boarding pass. She's like, sir, this is the third time I'm telling you you're in the right place. We'll be boarding shortly. He goes to sit down. There's another lady who I'm guessing is kind of like maybe like an upper like managerial type. And I see them talking and she, the manager walks up to him and goes, sir, can I see you over there, please? So she takes him and starts chatting with him. And I'm like, I think she's checking to see like if he's drunk or if there's something weird going on yeah, with him. Yeah. And then the other lady he, who he had been originally talking to, she looks over at us and goes, was he being weird? Like whatever. I was like, no, you know, she, the lady that was sitting next to him, she's like, Does it, was he smelling? Did he smell like alcohol? She's like, I didn't smell anything other than cheap cologne. I was like, that's a diss. That was unnecessarily rude. <laughs> that's me. And that guy's already, there's already something going on with yeah. him. So then he comes back 
And I guess everything's fine. Oh, and then we're standing in line. He comes to me of all people. I'm like, no fucking come talk to me. He goes, am I in the right place? I'm like, yeah, you're in the right place. This is the fourth person you asked. You're in the right place. We're literally standing in the line. The thing says Los Angeles, just get on the fucking plane or don't. So he gets on the plane and we're all sitting in, we're all buckling in. And I hear, oh no. And I like look up and you never want to hear that on a plane. No. Like you can tell, like we're about Especially to go. Especially right before you take off. Yeah. Literally, the cabin doors are closed. Everybody put your seatbelts on. We're about to take off. Oh no. Then I see the same guy get up and run to the back of the plane. That's also never good. You're like, <laughs> no. I don't want to see running on an airplane <laughs> no. ever. You yeah. never know. He runs to the bathroom, tries to throw up and does not make it into the toilet, throws up all over the bathroom. Now, mind you, this is me coming off of norovirus (laughs) after so much vomit. So much much vomit vomit. trauma. And now I'm sitting on an airplane about to go home, praying to God. All I want to do is go home. They have to deboard, not the whole plane, fortunately. They get him off the plane and a whole cleaning crew has to come in. Takes them an hour. So we sit there for a fucking hour. Was he allowed to fly? I don't know. I, I No, he wasn't on the plane. He wasn't on we, the plane. He didn't go home with us. So then they clean up. We finally leave. And the f- captain is great. And he's like, I'm going to try to make up as much time as possible. I'm tracking the flight. Because I know my husband's going to meet us at the airport. And I need to kind of keep him on track yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we finally land in LA at exactly the time we were supposed to land. 9.45. I'm like, this is a miracle. That's so weird how they what, do that. What, what, was, what happened on the earth? And in the air that it just met up perfectly. It, I was like, what is this like a racket? Do you guys just fly slow on purpose? You're like, I'm just going to slow it down. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or like, you can just make up an hour. Like you just pulled an hour out of nowhere. I don't know how that happens, but it happened. Yeah. They de- definitely probably give themselves leeway. There's got to be. Yeah. But in the, a buffer, I would imagine. But yeah, an hour, sure. you made up an hour. You literally just pulled an hour out of the literal sky. Cool. <laughs> Fine. Thin air. Really <laughs> thin air. Because you're up high. So we get to LA and I'm so fucking stoked. I'm so excited. I haven't seen my husband in like a week. I, I just came off a of sickness. You know, you just want to be home. And like, you know, captain comes on and goes, ding. We're waiting for a place to, you know, deboard the plane. Looks like there's a little bit of a backup. Give us a few minutes. Well, you guys landed though, right? We're, we landed. Oh, fine. Okay. He gets on the, the thing again. Oh, we're still waiting. We're still waiting. It looks like the backup is worse than we thought. I'm like, oh, God. So it turns out there are over ten planes all converged in the same area with nowhere to go. So we have to wait in line an hour and fifteen minutes. We sit there in the plane. That's My crazy. daughter. We are starving because we haven't eaten because we fly at like around dinner time. You know, yeah. delayed. She's my daughter, my youngest is crying. She's like, I want to be home. And I'm like, I know, Uh, listen, nothing in me maternally or just humanly wants nothing more than to get us off this plane. You got to fucking believe me. (laughs) You got to fucking believe me. Trust me. I've been throwing up too. I just want my bed as I know. It's all I want. So then we finally get to get off the plane and we are so thankful. My husband has been sitting in the baggage claim for an hour and 10 minutes waiting for us, 15 minutes. And traffic at LAX has been horrible. 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 It was so bad. So we get there and I notice there sure are a lot of people at this one baggage carousel <laughs> and no other people at the others. And I'm like, "No. Don't tell me this." 
Turns out, somehow, for some reason, all the baggage went to the one carousel. Where they were not distributed. Hundreds of people just standing around this one baggage carousel. How many flights? I don't even know. I think three, maybe. Which is too many. That's it's way too, too many. many. So the baggage carousel starts going around and nobody's picking up the baggage because I don't think any of the people from the flight that that baggage came from were yeah. there. So I then they unloaded the wrong one first. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. So then the baggage starts backing up and it's like Tetris. It starts back, like the baggage is coming and it's going and it's piling up. And I'm like, this is this, this, this too many. This is too many. This is, this is hello, airport people. Like, who is in charge? And I see... It eventually just plugs up. The ramp is plugged up and they have to like emergency stop it. I can see my bag at the fucking top of the thing. I'm like, you guys. Do I climb? <laughs> Literally. But my daughter whose backpack is, you know, her huge like duffel bag is not out yet. So even if I could get oh, my bag, we couldn't go to, anyway. Yeah. We did see the game though. You know, the rapper, the game. He was there. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, oh, you're famous. Anyway. It's so funny. He hasn't been rapping in so long that you have to put the rapper behind it for me to be like, what Well, if game? I just said the game was there, you'd be like, there was a game. It would be confusing. So anyway, we finally get home. Thank God. Life is restored. We're back to normal. So I think. Finally, I get home and we do all that. The next day, no, two days later. So the next two days are pretty normal and you know whatever. Then I get a call from my daughter's friend. Sorry, my daughter's friend's mom. And she says, hey, I'm really sorry to tell you this, but my daughter has lice. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not, that's not a like, laughing matter. What? And she's like, well, not just my daughter. Both my daughters, my son, my husband, and I all have lice. This family of five, every single person has lice. We had a sleepover <laughs> right before. two days or three days before we left. <laughs> so At your house or their house? Our house. Oh, no. And they all shared beds because that's what you do at slumber parties. Yeah. And I guess the gestational time for eggs to hatch. be deposited oh. and incubate and hatch is about two weeks, which is exactly wow. the time frame. And I'm like... Are you fucking kidding me? Wow, no like, wonder lice um, spreads like you that. Don't you don't know. You don't know what's for happening. For that long. For that long. And so I then have to get my kids. My husband has to call off of work. We all have to go to this fucking delousing place. We all have to get checked. Thankfully, just my youngest had just the beginning stages of lice. Like we caught it like literally at the exact right time. My head is itching just talking. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to get a little itchy too. It's so psychosomatic. It's crazy. Yeah. But my husband, myself, my other daughter, none of us have it. So then I come home. I have to just like de-louse the house. I'm washing everything. You have to put your fucking brushes and everything you've touched in the world in the freezer. And like, you know, I have to wash everything on hot, the stuffed animals, everything, everything. You ever watch all this? I was like, maybe we should just burn the house down and just start <laughs> over because nothing is clean enough right now. We're van people now. <laughs> exactly. We live in the car now, guys. Then, so that finally is all said and done. Then I'm, I'm finally like, life is back to normal. Thank God. I'm driving home from the gym. Oh God. And I hear pop up, and I was like, what the fuck? Is <laughs> Somebody shot me. Immediately, my car's like. Your tire pressure is a little low. You might want to pull over. I was like, no, I fucking I'm driving down the street 
and there was a pothole made out of razor blades. <laughs> <laughs> I hate those ones. And they just eviscerated my two right side tires. Dang. And I, I am sitting in the car and I'm like, I should really be in a much more fragile mental state than I am right now. At any other point in my life, I feel like this would be like full blown mental breakdown. I'm like, am I evolving? Am I, am I managing my life better? Like, I was just like, I should feel worse than I do. Like I, I don't, but like, I feel like, okay, like weirdly. Okay. I was like, it just kind of is what it is. And I'm just gonna move on. And I am just going to right now, without testing fate, not interested, fate, hello. Yeah. If you're listening, this is not what I'm doing. I'm just making an observation and hoping that maybe I'm just gonna get all this stuff out of the way in the beginning and just move on to, to other you know good things. The best part of this whole experience up to this point is calling my older sister. To give her like, Hey, listen. Remember um, how bad it started? Remember how uh, we brought norovirus into your house? It was probably, we also probably brought lice too. Okay, bye. Oh, right. <laughs> She's like, what? And I was like, yeah. Um, my youngest probably had lice at the time, but we just didn't know. So you know that huge palace of a house you have? You got to clean the whole thing. I'm so sorry. I'm not there to help. <laughs> oh, see you later. She's like, Fuck you. And I called my other sister. I was like, I bought you I bought you a lice comb um at the place. I have it in my house when you need it. And she's like, fuck you. <laughs> Don't blame me. These are things that like happen to kids. It just so happened that they happened around oh. the whole fucking family. I've never had lice before. And I hope to never have lice. I, thankfully, I haven't either. So thankfully, thank God. We've gotten to a place where like back in the day when we were kids, like you had to shave your head, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so we went to this place. Um, my healthy hair—I'll I'll get the name of it. They, they were—they were incredible, wonderful. But you—they have to go through your hair, literally fine-tooth comb, <laughs> literally. <laughs> and they do this like—they do this like pre-treatment, and then they do this like cleansing thing, and then they like so they have to like, pour oil in your hair. This oh. like oil. And I guess it like kills them. and suffocates yeah. and then any bugs that are in there in eggs, the, the egg dies or whatever. Oh. So she, my youngest had to have this, this like greasy, sloppy <laughs> head for like good for 24 Just hours. Slick it back. Like, you look great. You look, look like J-Lo in that one it's video. the wet look. You know, Kim Kardashian yeah. did the wet look yeah. like a couple See? years ago. It's, so that's that was my that was in the course of like two weeks it was it was a really that's in, intense it was really intense maybe that's just how year of the dragons start out right you know, with like a boom fire well it would be more of like a phoenix right like you in the ashes and you're <laughs> fucking burnt to a fucking crisp never to be seen from again and then you just rise out of it and and that's what i'm gonna do i'm the, gonna just try to rise above it all the asian flower moon goddess must have been in retrograde or something <laughs> because <laughs> because like japan like, fuck you bitch japan had a really oh horrible God, bad start really? to the year too i know that was horrible they had the earthquake, earthquake the tsunami the, the tsunami flooding. the flooding and then they had the plane crash yeah. and then like um, an apartment building like burned down yeah. and injured, like, yeah, something must Rough. have been happening. Well, and so that is a testament to, you know, it could all have been much worse for me. It was a su succession of lots of small inconveniences <laughs> to moderate inconveniences. Um, but you know, all survivable, you know, you now you have a really funny story. 
it took 20 minutes. I'm so sorry. Like that was a long one. I don't I I was like this is my soliloquy on the last weeks of 2023. <laughs> like I really just fuck it one for it. But a lot happened. So much happened. In so fact, much. as you were telling the story, I was like I heard it 10 minutes ago and <laughs> There's more? I was like, <laughs> oh, right. I forgot about that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I forgot something, too, along the way. I'm sure no, something else think, has happened. Yeah. It That's was, a lot. It was, um, it was, was your husband intense. like, oh, I missed Gosh, all of <laughs> You know, he's so, you guys know him. He's so great. He, like, felt bad that he wasn't there to help me. You know what I mean? Yeah, survivor's he, remorse. Yeah, almost. that's I think what he felt. He was like, I just feel bad that you had to go through all that like by yourself. Like even just the if it was just the flight alone, being with your two kids and being just like trapped and like helpless and knowing that they're like hungry and like you just like you know what I mean like he's just like yeah. I, I know if I were there I could have helped you know somehow. So he, he yes, I'm sure secretly he's like couldn't yes. glad it wasn't fucking yeah. me, but he outwardly to me at the very least, maybe just because yeah. the last thing I need is a fight with my husband. Empathy, yeah. <laughs> right. Even if it's for selfish reasons, like right. you don't want to get in a fight. Oh, I forgot you were even here. I was like, what? What? What is that? There you go. Night, night. <laughs> go to sleep. Okay. Good night. It gets really funny when he wakes up and then he can't. Fuck. <laughs> You know, because his arm's not big enough for those <laughs> sleeves. Well, one is out completely. Yeah, that's He's like a baby. He's a baby. A baby, you wake up, and you're like, hmm, how did you get completely out of your onesie? I'd wake up, like, my kids' babies wake up and just like, just like from the waist down. Like, there was definitely a top. You were definitely wearing a top. And there's like hanging, like the arms just hanging off their hips. I'm like, oh, well, you're like a little baby Houdini. <laughs> anyway, how was your end of the year, official end of the year? Oh, it was okay. It was okay. Um, I went to, so like right before the holidays, I went to Disneyland, uh-huh. the place that I don't love. I hate Disneyland. Yeah. I don't, I don't mean to offend all the Disney adults out there, but I don't understand you. Some of them have to, you know, reclaim their youth. No, it is. I, that part I fully understand, but the children, the anxiety, yeah, it's, it's, so, it's just a lot. It's really anxiety inducing there. I, it's a lot. Yeah. But my my like friend begged me to go, um, so I was like, you know what, I could probably do some like Disney content, whatever. So like, let's go. You know? I do want to preface this by saying I did not know that Disney was pro Israel before he went. Yeah, I had no idea. So just just we yeah. know we know now. Now I'm I'm boycotting. I Disney. know that I'm, now, I'm, I'm off but Disney. yeah, I didn't know. Um, and when I had bought bef- bought the two hundred and fifty dollar ticket weeks in advance i didn't know then either yeah, but yeah but then even the week before i went my cousin out of the blue was like oh i'm gonna surprise my um our children by taking them out of school and playing ditch to go to universal do you want to come and i was like yeah of course i want to be there for my niece and nephew yeah, you know it's gonna be a core memory i want to be a part of that you right. know and uh so then i so then they didn't even want to be there that much they did but I think they're still at the age where it's like, what are rides? You know what I mean? I always like, found Universal to be very boring anyway, to be I honest. Found, I don't love those rides. And I think that's the reason. I'm more of an adrenaline seeker. Mm. I need the- The fall. The falls, Not the, the climbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Not the, they're fun. They're interactive. Yeah. But for me, it's like, eh, Yeah. You know? Yeah. I want to be near death. And then my niece <laughs> and nephew, they both get severe motion sickness. Oh, that's fun. So for them. like they couldn't ride eighty percent of the rides. Oh god, the the rides that have like the screens and then the moving at the same time. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking puke. Yeah, and like 
they don't need to be so jerky. Like you yeah. don't have to have it spin around. So like we don't need to whip. Yeah, I don't need whiplash. We don't the, need that's that. Totally nobody, superfluous. Kids, adults, nobody wants that. So like that, but you know that happened. That was fun. You know, memories, whatever. And then uh, Christmas was good. Just you know, spend it with my aunt and uncle, and then um, and then went over to my cousins on the next day. So it was just you know normal family stuff. And then your New Year's is what I'm really trying to get at because that was then, incredible. And then Ron left for the hot for Hawaii um, mm -hmm. to go celebrate his girlfriend's families from there. So you know, that was Hawaii lovely. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so then um, New Year's I spent alone. And the two not days. Not alone. Yeah, not alone. Just human wise. I yes. was, you know, knee deep in Tim, snuggling. With, toe beans and yeah. snuggles. Days just disappear when oh, you I have know, a sure. puppy and then the other dog whose name is Colt. I, I didn't forget. It just sounds very insensitive the way I said it. But yeah, two days before New Year's, I'm like, it's like around 7.30, 8 o'clock. I'm on, on TikTok. And I come across the Keith Lee video. Yeah. About Dynamite. And uh, if you guys haven't watched that, you can go check it out on my page or Keith Lee's page. But basically, there was, I'm going to try this without getting emotional because it's almost impossible. But there was his father, a Korean man in Las Vegas, and he had this dream He's an immigrant, you know, he immigrated with his family, I think like eight years ago or a little bit earlier. Either way, he had this dream of opening this restaurant because he loves to feed and cook for people. So, you know, they got this loan, they found this location, they started renovating the place and a month in into renovation, he finds out that he has stage four tongue cancer. For somebody who loves to cook food to get tongue cancer is probably like the most like, I don't know. Like, like the worst, worst. cruelest joke that, Very cruel. that, that That's the, the, word. the universe could play. Yeah. And, um, you know, he and his family, he, it's just him, his wife and his, and their only child, his son. And they basically have to make the hard decision of like, Hey, do we just cut our losses and just, you know, focus, focus. on you. Yeah. And the dad was like, no, this is my dream. Like we just started realizing and like, nothing's going to stop me. So he, they opened the restaurant. He then works like 70, 80 hours a week, um, all the while going to like 15 doctor's appointments a week doing chemo, radiation therapy. And he like pushes forward, you know, and and right after they open, I think like a month in, you know, the restaurant was dead. So his yeah. son makes a video. Keith Lee goes, sees it, goes, promotes it the first time. It does really well. And the dad gets to see success, you yeah. know? Gets to see his, you know, dream come true. And then, um, like, two days after Christmas, um, he had these, like, really big tumors that grow, grew on his neck. And if you've ever known anyone who had um, cancer, you know, a lot of times tumors come with it. And um, he had one on the external of his neck and on the interior, and they both bursted. Ugh. So they went to the hospital and the doctor basically was like, you have two options. You can basically go through a very intense surgery that's going to have a long healing time. It's going to be very painful. And especially at his state, you, you don't know if he's even going to make it out of it. Or at this point, we just, you know, make him as comfortable as he can till his end, you know? So, and I think that happened like right before Christmas. And then um, two days after Christmas, um, he ended up passing away. And, you know, when I saw that video and Keith Lee was like, hey, we have to come support this family. I like couldn't stop crying. Yeah. 
and I don't know if it's because like you know the stuff that I'm going through. Seeing of course f- it is, Ed. <laughs> I mean, what, what's the mystery? You see a father and son going yeah. through a painful thing. You're gonna you're gonna feel something about it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, seeing a family come together. You know, especially a, a dad that died from like a digestive system cancer, which my dad had esophageal cancer. Not that our dynamic was anywhere near the same, but mm-hmm. seeing a family come together, it just like really warmed my heart. So, you know, I started being like, oh, I should go. And then I immediately looked down. And I was like, oh, I have a 10 week old puppy. I was <laughs> like, what am I going to do? And then so I started texting Ron, who was still in Hawaii. And I was like trying to justify whether I should go or not. And Ron's like, I don't know. You have Archie. Is he going to be able to? And I was like, yeah, just hold him. It's just like 10 hours, whatever. And uh, then I was like, you know what? I think my aunt's house would be on the way. So then I texted my aunt and I was like, hey, I was like, I haven't made up my mind yet. But I was like, I might have to go to Las Vegas just for tomorrow during the day. I was like, if I drop him off, will you guys be home to watch him? And she was like, yeah, sure. So then I, you know, keep trying to justify the trip to Ron being like, you know, if I make a video, it might get views, who knew, you know, who knew you were the guy who was like, I'm the decider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was just like trying to have someone talk sense into me because like once I want something, I'm going to justify it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I like needed rationalize an, yeah, in or out of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I needed like a voice of reason to be like, hey, this is a good idea or not. And then after like about 20 minutes of back and forth, I just went, you know what? I think um, I'm just justifying to get a, an answer to get like a yes from you. But I was like, I think I actually need to do this yeah. for me. You know, um, I think I need to, I think I, I think it'll make me feel better to be there for a family and be a part of like show support and like feel a community, you know? Yeah. So yeah, the next morning I woke up at six. Um, I tried to leave by six thirty, but you know, puppy and dog, and uh, left by seven. I dropped off Archie to my aunt's. Was traffic crazy to Vegas? No, crazy. it was pretty empty. Interesting. And I um, drove down with Colt and uh, stood in line. And then when I went there, it was like a line that wrapped around the block. So it was like the the entrance, and there was like a line there. Then it went line all the way down the side, and then all the way down the other I end. I saw the videos. I was like, Jesus, that's a lot yeah. of people. Hundreds. And I got there like. 45 minutes after they opened. Wow. I was trying to get their ad open because I was like trying, I really wanted to like get there, be in and out within like an hour and a half so I could get back at a normal time. Yeah. Um, and even looking at that line, I was like, okay, this is a little bit worse than I thought, but like probably two hours. So, you know, um, I like started walking up towards the front and I asked a couple people, I was like, hey, um, what do we do? What's happening with like takeout? And they're like, Oh, I think they're having to stand in line anyway. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to listen. And I went to the back of the line and then I got back there. And then I was like, you know what? Just in case I don't wait two hours and they're like, Oh, you could have just come in for takeout. Yeah. I'm going to call them. Yeah. So I called them and they're like, no, sorry, unfortunately, I have to wait in line for takeout. <laughs> People in line were like, they're like, Oh, you thought you were being smart. And I was like, no, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't <laughs> right. going to wait in two hours for nothing. Um, it wasn't two hours. It was like seven and a half hours. You stood there for seven and a half hours. I stood there for seven and a half hours. And like me standing there for seven and a half hours is one thing. Colt stood with me for seven and a half. He was was such a good good boy. (laughs) Towards like hour six, there was a couple of times when he started like biting at his leash, being like, dad, I'm getting really antsy. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So luckily by that point we made friends. So like people were like, yeah, dude, just go take him for a walk. We're not going to take your spot. So I was like, it's cool. So I did that. 
But, yeah, that would be the kind of event where people would be cool to each other. I yeah. would fucking hope. <laughs> well, there was this one lady. Oh no. She tried it, so she tried to cut. And she and she she comes right up to me and not even speaking to me, but about me. She just goes, Oh yeah, I was definitely ahead of you. And then she stands right next to me. So at that point, I'd already gone live in the line. Mm-hmm. And then I saved the live video just in case I needed any of that footage. And then I stood there and for 15 minutes I kept being like, don't just let it go. Just let it go. So just let it go. And then of course, the more I said that, the more it started nagging at me. And I was like, mm, I'm just going to check these videos. Cause I took videos of the Might line. as well. I got yeah. seven hours. Yeah. So I just stood there and she was wearing this like pink hat, this like pink, um, was really obvious beanie. And, easy to and like no one else was wearing a pink beanie and I couldn't find her in line anywhere. Mm. So even then for 10 minutes, I kept being like, just let it go. Just let it go. You know, you were right. Just let it go. And then I was like, Next thing I knew, my mouth is going, I'm sorry. I can't not. <laughs> and this is the literal words I said to her. I, I, I picked up my phone. And I said, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be an ass. I was like, but I'm just having a hard time placing you in any of the line, you know, which was this is the craziest part, because, you know, normally you get into a long line. Yeah. And then like five minutes goes by, you move up a little bit, you turn around, you're like, oh, the line is exactly where I was. And now there's like 30 people behind right, me. Right, right, right. <laughs> Even though I got there 45 minutes after close, I was like the seventh to 10th last in line the whole time. Yeah. So like the more I look back, there wasn't a line that right. kept refreshing. Right. It was, right. that was it, you right. know? So in my mind, I kept being like, why would you even bud in front of 10 people? Yeah. So like, I think that's the reason. There. Yeah. So I think that's the reason why I was like, look, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just trying to understand what's happening yeah. here. And then I just said that one thing. And then she started getting so aggressive. She's like, really? We're doing this in 2024. And of course, you know, I started feeling what, a cutting little- in line. Yeah, I guess not. She's like, we're doing this in 2024. And in my head, I didn't say this out loud, but I was like, it's still 2023. <laughs> I was like, 2024 is for like 48 hours. lady." <laughs> but I didn't say that because I wasn't trying to antagonize her. But either way, she kept getting like crazy, crazy more aggressive. And she started saying things like, she's like, so you drove all the way here from LA to argue with me. I was like, when did I say that? She's like, cause I don't know if you know this. She's like, we're here to support a family because his died, dad died of tongue cancer. And I was like, yeah, that's literally why I said I drove here from LA, yeah. woke up at 6 a.m., right. grabbed my dog and right. came here. Why the fuck else do you think I'm yeah. here? And she's like, she's like, so this is what we're doing. She's like, this is what, and I was like, she's like, mind your, she's like, maybe next time you should mind your business. And I was like, and then I was like, whatever. And then she turned around and kept being like, talking about me so i so then i was like i'm sorry that's the craziest thing i was like did you just tell me to mind my business right and then yapped about it to everyone else so they would be on right. your side and then i started noticing a couple minutes later i started talking with the woman in front of me and she was actually the catalyst as to reason why i started talking to the people around me and the one lady she was like that's so crazy and i was like i know and then i was like actually did you notice that she like moved up a couple people, like the people that she was bad mouthing me to, she went up to talk to them. And the next thing you know, so she, just- she was in front of them in line. <laughs> and then she was like, and then I was like, oh my God, I think that's what she's doing. She's like, yeah, I think that's what it is. And then like 30 minutes goes by. And then some marketing people who were with the restaurant come by who, I don't want to talk negatively, but they were a little self-righteous in their, in their talk. It wasn't like about the family. It was more about like, oh, I did this for them and I did oh, this for God. them. And I was like, that's weird. But either way, she goes up to them. I'm trying not to pay attention to her, but the woman in front of me is keenly listening in. And she goes, oh my God, she's saying lies about you right now. And then I was like, 
whatever, just let it go. Next thing I know, that marketing person takes her to the front of the line. Her? Yeah. And her, oh, and she was with her son, who her son was doing the thing. He was like, and people having to be like, just, just hold off, just chill. It's not worth it. You know what I mean? I was like, and the whole time I was standing there, I was like, you, you guys know I'm recording you guys, right? And two, um, I have my dog with me. If, if you try to hurt me yeah. and he bites your hand off, right. that's self-defense. Yeah. So whatever. But either way, she comes out with boxes of food. What a and she's like bitch. laughing. And even the people she was back talking, bad mouthing to, who, you know, I think they were just kind of like, I don't know who to believe, you right. know, whatever. They all of a sudden all turned on to me. They're like, oh my God, you were right. And I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, if you paid attention, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I was like, I didn't do anything. She sucks. But other than that one lady. Yeah. Everyone was amazing. No one was complaining. Like even after the seven and a half hours, we were like, we're here to support this family, you know? So, um, and then even better was the fact that the food was so good. Was it? It was so good. By the time I got it. Being able to maintain quality when the line is like that, that's tough too. That's really tough. Yeah. And, um, you know, it like all was worth it when I got there and I got to like introduce myself to the son who actually, I didn't even introduce myself. He was like, why do you look familiar? No. And I was like, oh, cute. you might have seen me somewhere, you know? <laughs> and then, um, you know, I, I, I offered, I was like, hey, did you guys even eat today? And he was like, no, no. And I was like, oh man, I was like, what do you guys want? I was like, let me go grab you guys like a pizza or two so yeah. you guys can eat something. He's like, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. We have food, we'll be able to yeah. eat. And I was like, oh man, are you sure? And then oh, that's nice. I should have still gotten them something, but I it didn't think about it because I was starting to also panic about like, oh my God, it's 7.30. I told right. my aunt I was going to be back by like five. Yeah. If I leave now, I'm not going to be back till like midnight. So like I went to the parking lot, found like the brightest spot, like try to film the video there. And then like literally took a bite of every one of everything, gave a quick review and then left. And then um, actually got to eat when I had to go to a charging station. And oh, I was good. like, oh, I can eat here. Yeah. I was like, I, was, I have to wait 30 minutes anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was um, it was really amazing. I like got to meet new friends in line. Um, like two of them had just moved from um, Mississippi. No, Alabama. One of the Midwestern states. And Alabama's she, in the South. She was, yeah, true. She, they're both. Uh, she and her partner were both wrestlers. Was super badass. They're like just starting out in amateur wrestling, oh, like fun. WWE style. Oh, that's cool. And then the one girl that was standing, like a uh, woman that was standing, like couple in front of me, like she was a truck driver. Mm. I was like, that's badass. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I saw the video this morning, and she was like, oh, I'm in Las Vegas. Let me go support. You know, I'm gonna be in Vegas in March. I'm definitely gonna go. Yeah. So it was. Um, it was really nice Good. and they were I'm like in such high spirits and I don't I just know hope they can maintain that. You know, I feel like when you go and you do like this, like huge, just like burst of something, you know, you don't know what the longevity of something like that is. And it can set up a business to, to stay open forever or it could it be could. like, that was just like a flash in the pan yeah. and that was it. And, and I don't think it will be because I think the quality of the food was Good. there and like, um, Keith Lee is amazing. Yeah. And you know what the craziest part was? I said it in the video, but like when I pulled up to the line, I almost didn't see like any Asian people. Yeah, that's really disappointing. That's the thing that I said on the on the live. I was like, that was a little disappointing. And someone on the live commented, there was like, oh, there was more Asian people at the beginning okay, in the good. morning. And I was like, oh, okay. But okay. when I talked to Steve, the owner's son, I was like, I didn't really see too many Korean people. He's like, actually, he's like, I think you. And then right at the end, another Korean influencer came, like a food influencer. And he was like, he and you, I think, were the only Korean people in line today. And I was like, oh, that's a little disappointing. But I was like, also, 
not disappointing. Like it was disappointing that more Asian people didn't show up, but it was there was also something very therapeutically healing for to me. See that it was people outside of just being Korean people. Yeah, yeah, I was like, for someone who grew up being bullied for eating Korean food, that I was right. like mind blown. Why am I being? You guys don't like barbecue. You don't like right. meats. I don't understand right. what's happening. To then seeing all these people who had never tried Korean food there just to support and try Korean food, I was right. like. Wow, that's so healing. But at the same time, yes, I and was where like, "Where the fucking Korean people at? I was like, where what are the all the fuck Asian are you guys doing? Yeah. Where are you guys?" I was like, "I know we're here." Yeah, I was like, "I see Don't you guys in the casinos." In Vegas, yeah, okay? I see you guys in the casinos. I know we're here. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think I think people are gonna go. You know, support them. I hope so. I really hope so. But you should definitely go. The food I'm was going to. really good. Um, I think there was like two hundred plus people in that line Jeez. that day. Yeah, but yeah, other than that, it's. Excuse me. Been about the same, you know. Good. Watching yeah, this little no guy is good news sometimes. grow incrementally. Listen, you didn't have any stories like mine. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, you, you made out. <laughs> no, in fact, mine was the opposite. Yeah, he's been getting better at getting potty trained. Yeah, you know, go. little you less, boy. little less accidents here and there. Still so tiny. He hasn't peed in my bed or on the couch in over a week. That's a win. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I have a mattress cover. Don't worry. Um. What else are we going to talk about right now? Oh, they're going to talk about the Golden Globes real quick? Oh, yeah. But also, did you watch the Golden Globes the other night? I tolerated parts of it, but it was so painful to watch. I watched it because Beef was nominated. I watched it because I loved the Barbie movie. Have you seen the Barbie movie? I did. Did you not like it? I did like it. I did like it. I just... Was confused on, is it a kid's movie? No. Okay, okay. No. Because that's the only thing I felt weird about. I was like, I was the, like, this seems a little heavy for no, kids. No, no, no. It's the kind of movie that if kids watched it, depending on their age, they will glean from it whatever they want. But the movie is for adults. Okay, it's that's for what I think. Okay, it's yeah, for yeah. adults, male and female, men and women, I, I think. You know? I loved the message for sure. It was, I just kept being like. If my seven-year-old niece watches this, I was like, is she going to understand? She's going to understand, oh, Barbie is so many things. Barbie is a role model. Look at all these different kinds of Barbies doing all these cool things. Oh, no. These Kens don't want the Barbies to to run Barbie land. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there's a very simplistic you know, story with a very complex overarching theme, right? Yeah, I knew what the theme was. I didn't know that. A spoiler for those of you who haven't seen it, which I doubt you Go haven't. Go watch it. What are you doing? I didn't realize that Ryan Gosling was going to become like the bad guy. Oh, yeah. Like that Ten. was very I also didn't. I didn't know that either. And, and then I was watching. I was like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. It I did. thought it was going to be Will Ferrell's character. Yeah. Or like some outside force right. just being like, I didn't realize he was going to be like, oh, patriarchy. This patriarchy is and male fragility. I mean, yeah. that was, you know, the, the huge themes. And I'll tell you this, women, if you're watching this and you're dating a man, Watch him watch the Barbie movie, and then you'll know what kind of man you're dealing with. If he's laughing at the right parts and crying at the right parts, then you've got a good guy. Because yeah. I watched my husband watch the movie, and the part where America Ferreira is giving that like monologue about being a woman and how difficult it is, I watched him, and then I looked at him and the way he looked at me. Like, he like... God, he's like, God, that's so fucking heavy. He's like, and when you put it like that, like the way that the empathy that I feel for for you and subsequently for our daughters, I didn't, it it didn't congeal in that, in my mind that way until this moment. You know what I mean? Like he knows obviously being a woman is difficult, but he's just like, when you just 
put it out on the table like that and you see all those parts at once, what a heavy, you know, weight to bear. Yeah. And so to watch him and have him like under, I was like, oh, thank God I married such a good guy. Thank God. Anyway, but you know, so, so I'm watching it because I want these movies to succeed. Yeah. yeah, Right. Be acknowledged. And and it was such a great night for, for all of them. You know, the first indigenous actor won, I believe it was, she was, it was for acting. Um, And then, you know, beef won all these awards. Ali Wong first, you know, best actress in a limited series, you know, Stephen Yun, you know. Although I will say a little, I don't know if disappointed is the right word, but I felt like their speeches could have been more. Their speeches. And I don't want to like put the burden of like, oh, the community on them. But like, I feel like it could have been a little bit like Kiwi Kwan and Michelle Yeoh's speeches were like inspiring. Right, right. Well, and Ali Wong's speech to me came off a little bit like she knows that she has this like image that she's this like man eater because of the way she like treated her husband. And it seemed like she just was focused on correcting that. And I was Maybe. like, lady, this is such there's a so bigger more. moment. There's so much yeah. more. And, and, and there's, there's, there's definitely something to argue about that. I mean, I do agree with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't want to put that pressure on them, but I feel like there could have been something for a little more, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm kind of of the mind. It was like, you know, fuck it. They won. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know? That's true too. Um, but I think the 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 elephant in the room, of course, of course, is the the joy joy yeah, joyco <laughs> jokoi thing, um, which in and of itself could have been this huge like monumental, monumental. first Asian American to ho- right as far as I know at the very least first Filipino American yeah, yeah to host the Golden Globes like wow amazing, and the way he just took a dump on that stage was just so like. It was kind of watching oh. like a dumpster fire. What am I watching? Like the, the desperation and the jokes and the the the, the, the he was just so like combative about why people weren't laughing and like you know the the joke about I like how are you going to make a joke about the Barbie movie being about big boobies? Oh, yeah. when it is quite literally the opposite of what that joke is. And he didn't do it in a way that was like ironic or funny no. or like, you know what I mean? He said it in a way like he didn't understand the joke he or said, the movie. He clearly didn't see the movie. Yeah. He clearly didn't see the movie. And like- But I'm, even then, how do you not know? I didn't, even before I saw the movie, I saw that America Ferrera scene like a hundred yes. times. And there's no way that America Ferrera is gonna be in a movie about Barbie and have it be just about big boobies. Yeah, no you know way. what I mean? The boobs She's like one of the addressed. most conscious fucking she actresses. Really, I love her. I love her. I fucking love Did her. Did you watch Superstore? I, well, I've watched a few episodes of oh it. Oh my God. Ugly I Betty was where I, where I fell in love with her. Oh yeah, yeah. Ugly Betty is so good. She's so good. She's, I love her vibe. I love her messaging. I love her. Acting. She has this like, she's a great actor, but there's this like serenity about yep. her that I really love. Mm-hmm. Like she's always, but she's, but she still makes such a big impact yep. without being like she's really like, so like ag- aggressive. She is. Yeah. I'm not sure what it is, but she has I it. Love Whatever her. that she, yeah. it is, she has it. She's great. Um, you know, so then to watch this like big monumental night and like the Barbie movie, like Billie Eilish won for the best song, like that song guts me every time I hear it. Cause it's like, it's Super such talented. a beautiful song. Yeah. And to see that win, and you know, it was such a big night for so many things. And I think like Joe Coy being of a marginalized community to then default to misogyny and like white supremacy is just like, come on. 
you could have, we really could have taken this to the next level. Yeah. We really could have. And you could have really galvanized all the people who are in that room who finally are like seeing the light. But I will say a good thing about that is to know that in that room 20 years ago, that joke would have killed. But the fact that everybody in that room was like, what the fuck did you just fucking say? Like, and to not laugh and to have him now being like, you know, thrown to the wolves for it tells me that maybe movies like the Barbie movie have made that impact. And because of that, we are where we are in history. True. I will say on, on, in his defense though, he did get the role 10 days before, but then the only other thing that I do feel though, is the one thing that does nag in my head a little bit is, is if like, Ricky Gervais was up there saying those exact same jokes. Do you think that he would have, people would have mustered a wouldn't have more? Wouldn't have made that joke. That joke was so elementary. It was so juvenile. Uh, it was beyond juvenile. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, mis- if, it was misogynistic. I feel like Ricky Gervais could have made that joke and made it so that it was funny in, in an delivery. ironic Yeah. You know, a lot of it was, you're way. right. A lot of it was his delivery. There was this like, once he realized the co- first couple of jokes didn't land, there was this desperation in Joe Coy. I hated seeing it. it you know was what? Though? Like a I did a video crash. about this. I, I've, I've said he is funny at certain things. Yes. And he has built his career about making fun of his mom's accent. I mean, that is really the crux of his his entire fucking thing. Yeah. That's his fucking lane. And so when you take that away and you don't have the accent to make fun of, one of his most famous things is how you can tell Asians apart from their accents. If you took the accent out of all of that, there is like literally no joke. There's yeah. no joke. It's just the accent. And I've said it a million times. And so when you have them write jokes without that crutch, this is what you get. That's true. You get, you get, oh, the Barbie movie is just about big boobies. Hello? You're 52 years old. Did you just say boobies on TV? Yeah, that's true. Also, his, his audience is different. Yes. You know what I mean? Well, With him, it's a little bit confusing too, because I guess a lot of his stuff is accents, but like maybe it's like, Trauma bonding. Yeah, I get but that. at least the majority of his audience is like Asian right. people, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So if you're making jokes about trauma bonding, see, but the thing is, is when I watch his jokes, I'm not seeing trauma bonding. I'm not seeing like, we all understand this, you know, communal need to like fit in and assimilate. It's not, it's yeah, just yeah. him making fun of his mom. It is, it is. With Margaret Cho, she would do that and be like, so do you know what it felt like for me to be at school or to be at the 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 Safeway and have my mom screaming my name moron yep. in, in the, you know, that feeling. Oh, I identify with that yeah, feeling. That's the there is There is that foundational yep. joke there. That dark humor. Yes, I get that. I've been in that situation and now I can laugh at it and I can commune with these people who also have this experience. And I think that there is this lateral, you know, yeah. I'm not, I don't right. say, don't say funny jokes about accents. Half of Joe Coy's jokes is saying Joseph. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Joseph. So so, yeah, that's so that's the joke. Okay. Like, yeah. That's, I get it. But it, they're just saying Joseph. That's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying don't use accents in jokes. Use them for a purpose. For storytelling, for right. context, not as the joke. Right. And so, so now to fruit. see him 
make jokes that are so bad. I mean, God, 10 days or not, I don't care if he had 10 hours. If somebody's like, okay, now you're gonna compare Oppenheimer and the Barbie movie and you're gonna make Oppenheimer sound like this masterpiece and then you're gonna reduce Barbie to just boobies, okay? Go. I'd be like, I'm not saying that no fucking way. Whoever wrote that joke, no. Did you watch the Barbie movie? Because you clearly have it and you want me to, um, no way. Well, I'm not I'm not co-signing that. Even the Oppenheimer joke where he was like, oh, I'm gonna finish it hopefully by 2025. Like they pan to like, um, who was in Killian it? Murphy. Killian Murphy and I don't know. I didn't see it. I didn't see it either. I can't World War II movies. I can't. I'm Same. I'm World War II fatigued yeah, to be you've, honest. You've like, mentioned there's that. so much other history. But either way, um, they no one laughed either. No. I, th I think they even panned over to uh, Nolan, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, I don't think he laughed. No, yeah. that's the thing. Is like there were. So, have you seen on TikTok? People are like rewriting the jokes for Joe Coy and be like, "You could have said this. Oh, you could have said that." Like they said um, that one part where he was like, "I wrote some of the jokes too. They're the ones you're laughing at." I was like, "Oh, oh God, buddy. this I was is like, getting so much yeah. worse." Now I was I'm like, just like, "Stop." Oh, embarrassing. I'm it was so embarrassing. I want to go back to just throwing up in bed. Like I just yeah. like I can't do this. I can't. I'll do anything to not have to keep witnessing this. You know, and it, like. I don't know. It just could have been so much better. It could have been so much better. I and agree. it could have been like across the board, just a fucking bang up night for every, you know, all the communities, all of us, all the marginalized people. You know what I mean? It could have really been that. I just hope he didn't ruin it for all the other I know. Asian potential I, mean, I don't hosts. think so. I don't think so. Like Simu Liu and, and uh, oh, what's her name? Issa Rae. Oh. They they did this like little like monologue. Oh, the little So quip. funny. Yeah, yeah. I love so, Issa Rae. Oh my God. I love her so much. I love her. She, I mean, she was the president in the Barbie movie. Of course she was. She's amazing. Of course she was. She's so good. You know, so it was um, disappointing to say the least, but I will say that the discourse about why it's so problematic, I think is- is Nice. Is nice. It is definitely um, representative of how people are feeling about women in media and like i think the women being like we're not gonna do this anymore we're not gonna let you just reduce all of our hard work. that's the most ironic part <laughs> most ironic part is that the barbie movie is about women having to do so much more to get the same if not less than men yeah and then joke making that like hello the joke like there's a joke in that joke. Like that's the fucking yeah. joke. Yeah. You know, so Joe was the joke. Yeah, he 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 blew it. And Which I, like it sucks to watch him like crash and burn so much recently. Especially like starting with the whole political thing from like a couple months ago. Remember yeah. that? Um, because like I met Joe Coy and he's like such a nice guy in person. And he's like so supportive of like Asian businesses and stuff. So like that part's great, but like Ooh, it's yikes. great but the thing is is like when you start peeling the layers back and like his whole career is built off of making fun of his mom career that he spent decades building yeah off the back of his mom off the back of his mom and then for him to immediately jump to misogyny jokes it's like oh so you're oh maybe you just like men and you you're kind of a fucking misogynist and like you the idea that you make fun of your, I mean, and I know that he loves his mom. I'm not saying he doesn't, and I'm not judging his character. What I'm saying is like, if you've made this platform what it is, and you have been asked to host the Golden Globes, you 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 got to make it about 
something more than just these silly jokes. You you have to. There, I'm sorry. I hate to say it. You and I feel it. There's a responsibility. There is a responsibility. There's a responsibility. The next thing I was say. When you are part of a yep. community that is underrepresented, it is your responsibility. You got to look behind you and see all the kids coming up behind yep. you and be like, I have to create a platform for yep. them to step up on. If you tell... it's. A, it's and this is from someone who just tried dipping their toes in comedy. You know what I mean? Oh, that's like, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, if you make jokes and you look in the future and you go, some kid that looks like me is going to have this joke used against right. them, then it's not funny. Right. Exactly. And that's the kind of responsibility that you're talking about right. that I 100% agree with is that, like, you can use whatever you can make fun of your life in however way, but there should be a greater responsibility, especially if you're from a marginalized community, knowing what you went through as a child, right. the stuff that you heard, then to be able to use your joke that goes so viral because it was so funny, whatever, but knowing that like kids are going to hear it. And then knowing that like that can be used against a kid. Right. How can, how do you right. live with well, yourself? Right. How do you go and to then, sleep at night? Yeah, who are you giving permission to? Right. And what are you giving them permission for? That is the that is the question. Like, so like you being able to afford this nice house is worth that kid feeling like shit, like he's nothing. Right. Hopefully not anything or, worse or, than or that. Or you don't even have to project into the future. You're going to sit there having been raised by your mother who you speak about all the time, a woman that you claim to love and respect, and then you're going to shit on a room full of women? What? Who, who, who? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hello? Oh, yeah, you're right. As a person who was raised by a single mother, yes. I don't understand how, because, like, the Barbie movie... It was like validating because even though I'm not a woman, obviously, and I mm -hmm. don't know what it's like to be a woman, I was raised by a single mother and yeah. I watched. Right. I watched her struggle. Mm -hmm. I watched her get hit on by creepy men while yep. we were fucking grocery shopping mm -hmm. and how disgusted I felt for her. Yeah. How do you not, how are, how are we raised the same, but so different? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. And you are going to have now taken the work that your mother, not you, him. Yeah, yeah. No. The work of your mother and all of her toil and all of the hardships that she's gone through. And you're going to distill it down to big boobies. And that's exactly what you did to Greta Gerwig and to all the women in that room who, and not even just who worked on the Barbie movie, the women who just work. Yeah. Not just even just in that exist. room. Just women. Yep. You know who, who, Clearly, you know, he loves his mom. So show that love to all the, you know what I mean? And he didn't, he didn't. He, and, and, and I know that he's done a lot for the community and I know that he's, but the way that now he's just like, well, you know, it was a really tough room and like, sure, the criticism is tough, but you know, what are you gonna do? It's like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, You're gonna rewrite your monologue. You're gonna rewrite your monologue and you're gonna deliver it again. That's what I'd love to see. Rewrite that shit. Take all the time you need. Give yourself three months. At the very least, when the next day people start criticizing you about it, don't get offensive. No. I mean, you know, whatever. Well, speaking of- Defensive? Defensive and train wrecks. Oh, no. And ignore this tear down my eye from speaking about my mom. <laughs> we have an update from that one, Am I the Asshole? We do? Yeah. Remember the Kung Pao chicken one? I don't know if I just ruined the sound on my microphone. <laughs> Remember the Kung Pao chicken one? Yes. That thing is 
that thing has like plagued my life. <laughs> remember, remember after the last update, I was like, oh man, I wish there was a divorce. Yes. We have an update. Bitch. <laughs> wait, who's getting, who's getting divorced? Wait, just wait. Did you hear that, Archie? Somebody's getting divorced and I don't know who it is. He's looking at I me. wish there was a overhead camera because he's just <laughs> laying there with his one eye pointed at Susie <laughs> like, What's oh happening? God. It's big news. Don't fall asleep. Don't it's you want to hear? <laughs> there you go. Okay, listen, okay? This is important. All right. So this is from, this is the last update. I'd like to clarify that I got my wife and mother-in-law's permission to post this update out of respect for them and their privacy. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a very respectful king right there. Wait, I feel like you have to, like, give backstory. There's going to be some people who, have, who don't know what we're talking okay. about. If you haven't watched our podcast or the TikTok videos or whatever. There <laughs> uh, is, why don't you? Hello? <laughs> yeah. Hello. How did you even find How us? Did you know? How are we here now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Either way, there was um Am I the Asshole story where this guy who's Asian married to a white wife and um he's interacting with her family. Her sister is also a chef and he's a chef. But at as an at an Asian restaurant, one that he won't name but is a large Big, very respected um, brand in in China. Okay, and it's I guess there's even a couple of locations here, and he has he and his team have won awards. Din Tai Fung. I don't know. I want to say maybe Din Tai Fung, but I don't know. But either way, he and his mm, team have starving. won awards, okay. <laughs> and um, the sister in law is like a chef at like some hoity toity French restaurant. Yeah, there is amazing closure here. You don't even know. Okay, wait. Oh so wait, wait, oh wait, hold on. Wait. wait. So then, so then, um, you know, the sister has always been saying all of these like very microaggression, borderline, She's overtly a racist. Bitch. Yeah, saying things like, "Oh, that's not how you. That's not how you're supposed to do it." Whenever you know he, she would see him cooking in the kitchen for the family meetings or you know holidays and stuff. I hate her. And a lot of stuff happened, but either way, you should. Listen, watch those videos, but there's these amazing, wait, Kate, wait, so here we okay, go. Okay, Sorry. Okay. Suffice to say, it's been kind of nuts this past week. My wife and I had to turn off our social media for a bit because of the shitstorm caused by her cousin putting my last post on Sarah's Facebook. Sarah's a sister-in-law, if you remember. Some people even try to call the restaurant I work at to get me fired as retribution. Oh my. I bet we could all guess the color of those people. Ugh. But luckily, everyone there is 100% on my side. No, get out of here. <laughs> oh, Chinese restaurant on a Chinese restaurant <laughs> side. Or as my boss put it, quote, fuck Sarah, fuck those racists, fuck them so goddamn much. End what? quote. Am I his boss? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it didn't help them that half the calls involved threats, screaming, and surprise, more racial slurs. Yeah, shocker. Yeah. It's a good way to get your point across. Yeah. yeah. We didn't hear any updates from her family, even though we assumed the shit met the fan after mother-in-law found out about father-in-law's threatening voicemail, where he used the C-slur, if you remember. Oh, my God. Still disappointed in you, Doug, he wrote in, quotation, in um, parentheses. But that changed on Sunday night, when mother-in-law suddenly showed up at our door, with overnight bags. Wait, the divorce is. <gasps> yeah, remember last week? I, the last time I was like, huh? "Oh, I hope there's a divorce," and I was like, "I hope it's with the parents." Oh my god, that is 
Oh my God. Wait, hold on. After so we juicy. took a moment to help unpack and calm down, she spilled the beans on everything. Here we go. He even sectioned this off. Father-in-law, AKA Doug. Fuck you, Doug. Apparently my mother-in-law and father-in-law were already having trouble in their marriage and it was only made worse with a certain 2016 presidential election. Hey, there it is. She's a Democrat and he had apparently gone more far right since then. Seems that a line was crossed with the Kung Pao incident and his voicemail. When he refused to apologize for anything, typical Doug, it says, she asked for a divorce. Wow. And he went berserk. Oh, wow. She didn't feel safe there anymore, so <gasps> that's why she came over. No. Also, the brother-in-law and other sister-in-law live out of town. This goes on to the next paragraph that he titled Extended Family, a.k.a. The Great Facebook War of 2021. Wow. You may have been able to tell already, but the extended family was largely arguing, fighting, and divided along political lines for a few years now, and my cousin's Facebook post was likely the light to set off the powder keg. Oh, shit. According to my mother-in-law, the fallout has allegedly already led to some breakups, excommunication of some family members, and even arguments that have ended in police involvement. Oh my this family's a fucking mess. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He says he hasn't been able to verify that last part, though. Um, and then the last paragraph is entitled is titled Sister slash Oh Sarah slash sister-in-law. Oh, Sarah. According You're going down in flames, Sarah. Mm, I can feel it. Oh, it's gonna be so bad. According to my mother-in-law, Sarah came over to her place on Friday before she left. The writing was on the wall, and she basically was forced to quit. Despite her trying to start from scratch as a line cook, the entire staff turned against her. Nothing was coming back from the dish from the pit for her, and she was getting cold shoulders. Look, she's a great chef. I will admit this is true, but they took no chances since it turns out, shit you not, they're partly owned by a Chinese investment company. <laughs> Oh, Sarah, you stupid <laughs> bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that is the craziest God, spoiler that's great. ever. Who that saw that coming? so juicy. That's I like the kind it. of stuff you wish would happen, oh, but God. only happens in, like, K-dramas. Uh, I hope she chokes on a Szechuan peppercorn <laughs> and it comes at her nose when yeah, she coughs. And on a little baby out. corn. <laughs> Wait, found this hard to believe and didn't want to add to this detail, but it turned out to be true after some deep research. Won't say anything further for privacy. Word also got around in the local industry, and Sarah is essentially blacklisted from all the high-end establishments in the city. Oh my God, Sarah, you fucked yourself. <laughs> She's now considering selling her home and moving to a different city to find work. Oh, that's terrible. As Couldn't much, have happened to a nicer person, Sarah. <laughs> as much as I don't like her and found her behavior horrifying, I didn't intend for this to happen. So I reached out to some buds in other states to see if they had any openings. Oh, that's nice of you. Whether or not she wants to take it up is up to her. No, she's too proud. And no, she has not apologized for anything. 
but I still want to be a decent person to her. No. It sure as hell doesn't feel like a happy ending. Oh, it does for us. I, I feel deeply satisfied. <laughs> yeah, so deeply satisfied. satisfied. He writes, perhaps bittersweet justice, but that's all I can give you. Thank you all for your support and for your reading. Wow. The, <laughs> the restaurant she worked for is partially owned by a Chinese investment I don't company. smoke, but I feel like I need a cigarette right now. So satisfying. That would so satisfying. <laughs> wow. Oh, Sarah, you dumb bitch. <laughs> you got what you deserved. Oh, my God. Uh, That's it, huh? Yeah, karma is real. Sometimes a little mm. slow. I don't know if it, you know, a lot of people use karma as the, the thing. I don't think it's karma. I think you just, you know. Get what you deserve. You get what you deserve. And just, you know, you put out people when people will start to believe you when you show them who you are. Yep. And once that starts happening, you, you can't come back from it. Can you, Sarah? No. Or Doug. Yeah. Hmm? Sorry, Doug. Sarah oh. and Doug, have fun with your you each guys other. Should, you guys should go on the road together. That's all you have now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the mom was like, peace. Actually, my next door neighbors are getting divorced because of these, like, po they're like politically really growing apart is what the wife said. I was like. Hey, what what's going on? We're, I haven't seen your husband in a minute. People keep saying politics, but let's be real. The politics are showing their nature. Right. What's their happening hatred. is people are starting to really, yeah, exactly. Po the, the politics is a catalyst yep. for mm -hmm. you to uncover, no, to finally start recognizing who you married. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, you're, it's impossible to start ignoring the red flags when they start explicitly showing who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. When the red flags start glowing. Yep. Right. And beeping. Right. You can't Slapping ignore you across the face. Yeah. <laughs> in the wind, you know, and, and blowing and right in your face. Isn't that right? It's hard to ignore. Wow. Well, that seems like a perfect place for us to come to an end. Yeah. That was and great. a great way to start off the year, I think. Woo! I feel good. How do you feel? You feel good? You feel the nuggly? Well, hopefully 2024 is full of great, happy, happy endings. endings. Like that. Don't be gross and racist when we say that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you're, you, you, look, at, you, look at your sweater. <laughs> he said, the guy I'm in a straight jacket, damn it. Somebody help me, please. Oh, this poor guy. Look at him. Yeah. You're a mess. You're a mess. Let me help you get this one out. Let me get this one out. Oh, my gosh. Don't bite me. I'm trying yeah. to help you. Quite literally, do not bite the hand that feeds you. <laughs> Hello. I'm trying. Listen, uh, there. You're naked. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> it's so embarrassing for you. You're naked. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, we want to thank you for joining us on our adventure. Thank you again. If you would like to be able to help us keep this podcast sustainable by becoming a producer, please make sure you follow, uh, join mm -hmm. us on our Patreon, yeah. whatever the right words are there. Um, otherwise, make sure you find us on our socials. You can find me at CJ1 on Instagram and TikTok. You can find me at Etch a Sketch with a J on everything. You can find the podcast at What in the Shibal. That's S H I B A L. You can also find this little guy at Archie and Colt. That's Archie with an I E on Instagram. Also, if you would like to write in, um, we have a lot of write ins that we would like to catch up on a future episode. Yeah, it's my is favorite. What in the Shibar, S-H-I-B-A-L, at gmail.com. Otherwise, if you are watching us on YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe, and...
Oh, what? <laughs> I just felt that like, bell. I felt moisture. I was like, did you pee on me? No, he didn't. Otherwise. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks, and we will catch you on the next one. <laughs> okay, okay, bye. bye. <laughs>